Welcome to Comic Talkers. My name is Brandon. I'm William. And we're, you know, you can see that we're missing a person right now. We actually are missing Sierra. Um, she's actually dealing with some personal issues and we hope to have her back here soon. Yeah, and that, and that stuff is going to happen every once in a while. Um, you know, we got stuff going on in our lives. We got work that we have to deal with. We got family issues that we may be having to deal with. So we can't always guarantee that the videos will come in regularly every week. But we are still trying to get our videos out as soon as we can, whenever we have the recording power necessary, whenever we have time to do it. So you can always guarantee we will put our videos out eventually. Right. Agreed. So today, just for fans, we actually decided to do another fight. Um, our first fight was actually pretty successful. We actually had Darren and Sierra, myself and Willie. We actually all defended all Robins. And I hate to say it, even though... Even though I tried so hard, you guys kind of talked me out of the last fight. So I was kind of like, I was the guy's like, yeah, you got a point. I'm going to back out now. <laughs> and then it came down to you and Darren pretty much. And yeah. and that one was kind of a toss up. Both of you guys had good points. But it's it's a very close call when you come down to those two. But yeah, it's I, uh, freaking Dick Grayson comes just barely barely under you, you we i should have just said i should have said it was a killing match because then i would have automatically won <laughs> yeah you probably would have i would have won man but you know so we're actually gonna since it's more of a month still um we're gonna talk about two characters that what was it probably in both of our i know willie's defending his, probably his favorite character mm -hmm. all time um, I'm defending with probably a character in my Marvel top five. Um, we are going to talk about two mutants that have fought against each other on multiple occasions in comics. And we're actually going to be talking about Wolverine versus Deadpool. Uh, two mutants with the best healing factors in all of comics. Um, Willie, I know you're a big Deadpool fan, so when we automatically said Deadpool, you're like, yeah, we're doing it. Oh yeah, I'm doing them. And then when I said Wolverine, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna take care. I'm gonna take care of this. I'll get Wolverine. So I'm kind of curious. How did you first get introduced to Deadpool? Well, I first got introduced from to Deadpool in the uh, actually the first Deadpool game. Uh, believe it came out on the Xbox 360. I don't know if it came out in other systems right away, but yeah, um, I had a friend who had the system and had the game. So I went and played it at his house and I just fell in love with the character because I've always loved that cynical comedic type of character. And he was always the one that was like the first one I ever saw that just constantly broke the fourth wall and was constantly telling jokes and just, keeping the audience in on the action. So it just sucked me in and I fell in love with the character right away. That's what I was going to say. I love his break in the fourth ball. Probably my favorite one is in um, Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. He actually escapes the comic and goes to the writers and he was going to kill all the writers that was writing <laughs> that book. <laughs> it's just one of those funny things. I love him, but unfortunately I have to say, it, I think he's going to lose. Um, to my guy, Mr. Wolverine. So, or <laughs> I think I think I think Wolverine's got a little head hunch on him that I think he's going to beat out Deadpool. But yeah, right. 
but yeah, I was, I've been introduced to Deadpool. I think I, I think actually I was actually at that house too. We were playing that game. I mm-hmm. introduced in the game. Um, and I like Deadpool, but I'm also a guy that can get really annoyed with them. I don't care for Deadpool all the time, especially with his raunchiness and his, it just gets to a point like I can read a few comics or if it's a big event and then I'm pretty much okay. I don't need to read them anymore. Like until another big event happens. So it just, he, he dies. Yeah. And then I fell in love with him when Ryan Reynolds came and played for him. I, I, I oh, yeah. his character and what was it? It's sad because I love the movies more than I like them in the comics. <laughs> that is sad. Yeah. Well, he's, he's one of the ones that he, Ryan Reynolds is the actor that really, made him take off the way it did because he was kind of popular he had a few hit comics he had the video game and people knew about him but no one really like it never really stood out to anybody but then when the movies came out with ryan reynolds playing deadpool like as soon as that movie the first movie came out everybody was quoting him everybody knew his lines it, it just made the character take off from there on out and what's sad is he almost didn't get to play him again because of how bad X-Men Origins was. And oh yeah, no people were like, give him another chance. Let him be Deadpool. Don't let him be this stupid. Whatever they did. We, we don't even talk about that. It looked like a Wolverine with his mouth shut. It looked like the characters from Silent Hill or something sitting there with retractable katanas. You know, I'm like, what the crap is this? <laughs> it's okay. They fixed that in the second movie. <laughs> i didn't like the credit scene too where he opens his eyes i'm like are you kidding me i'm done like, <laughs> get out of here um and i think we should move on to to you where did you get introduced to wolverine so i was actually introduced to wolverine actually in the animated series um it was i was about five six years old they were always running reruns on disney and i think it was toon disney at the time and i was introduced to wolverine through there the yellow and blue spandex with the weird haircut mm-hmm. and then i saw beast right after i'm like dude you're still wolverine's haircut man like what what's going on there like it's running out of ideas but i fell in love with wolverine from that point on and what was it he's just a hothead that what was it will get the job done if he, even if he has to go do it himself and i think the lone wolf inside of me too kind of shows that with me with Wolverine I can see myself in him at points because it's like yeah I know I got to work with the team but at points it's like let me do it I'm gonna go take care of this and I think that's why I relate so much to Wolverine too and then of course Hugh Jackman's Wolverine too is probably where another reason oh, yeah. I fell in love with it's him. it's a sad day when you find out that he's not playing him anymore I, I like <laughs> Disney I will do whatever you got to do. I will pay you to get him back at Wolverine. Yeah. You had your one chance with Tom Hardy and you gave it to Venom. We're, 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 we want Hugh Jackman back. We don't want nobody else. <laughs> Wolverine. God, yeah. That. But it's, you know, what was it? I, I fell in love with him from that point on. And yeah. Yeah. He's definitely one of the, he's definitely been growing up to be the most popular uh character in the marvel universe right uh and in the x-men universe and yeah personally i i can't even remember how i got introduced to wolverine it was either the old spider-man and friends tv show or 
this old this old sh- there was a show that came out it was like an early Avengers show it was an animated show that had Wolverine in it and I can't remember exactly what it was but it had uh, it had Iron Man Thor Wolverine had the Silver Surfer it had uh, Doctor Doom I I have no idea what it was but that was the first time I've ever seen him and I thought he was he was the most hilarious looking character and that was how I fell in love with him. <laughs> I, that's why I said he has a unique style to him. Um, mm-hmm. Or was it, I don't know, there was another anime series. I actually didn't mind his look there more than I like him and the others. What was it? It was the X-Men Evolution. Um, mm-hmm. They're yeah. all in high school and stuff. I actually didn't mind that because I thought, I actually don't mind that uniform. And then I felt like you kind of got into his story a little bit more and you kind of saw where his, you know, what his history brought him. And I think that's what's so unique too is he can't remember everything. Since the program, since the experimentation, he can't remember everything. So now it's like an adventure to try to find who he really is. And I think everybody can relate to that. You know, that's why, you know, Wolverine is such a special character to me. When it comes to characters in the, all my heroes, he'd probably be in my top 10. Um, fortunately, he isn't in my top five, but there's reasons why. But um, but yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get started with the fight. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start with mine if you're okay with that, Will. Um, we'll go ahead and start with mine. Um, we're going to give you where they were first introduced, height, weight kind of thing. Um, some of their powers and abilities, and maybe some of the teams that they were part of and famous fights. And then we'll kind of get into our debate of why we feel our character would win. Um, so Wolverine was actually full, or the first full appearance was actually Incredible Hulk number 181. Um, this was, it was interesting because he was introduced as a villain. He was not introduced as a hero. Just the same way I know Wade Wilson was. He was introduced as a villain before he was actually introduced as an anti-hero. yeah and um what was it and his first opponent was the hulk and it really showed that he could stand toe-to-toe with this guy this guy you know for how small he is at five foot three inches at 195 pounds going up to against a big old green giant and standing his ground yeah he eventually loses but because hulk pretty much knocks him out but it took him a while to do so you know with his you know, agility, enhanced reflexes and agility. He he was too fast for the Hulk. But then, yeah, Hulk got a hold of him, pretty much knocked him out. Um, some of the teams that he's affiliated with is, of course, X-Men. We all know that. Uh, X-Force and Avengers is some of the teams he's mainly affiliated with. Um, some of the most famous fights, like I said, he, was, he fought against the Hulk in his very first appearance. Um, he actually went up against Spider-Man at one point and they went toe to toe for quite a while too, knowing that the only way Wolverine even said it, the only way he was going to break his neck was to sit there and actually like, he would have to use extreme force to do it because he has animadium on him on animantium. Thank you. That's a tongue twister. I'm sorry. I'm going to say that. Sorry, fans. Um, but so to kind of go over some of his powers and abilities, um, he has a regenerative healing factor. 
sorry, I swear to God, I'm actually twisting my words there a little bit. Um, <laughs> he has retractable claws. Um, at first they were bone and actually turned into metal after experimentation. Um, he has superhuman acute senses, so he can actually smell more. He can actually take, he can track. There's a lot of things he can do with those abilities. Um, he has, like I said, enhanced reflexes and agility. He can pretty much move places really fast. Um, he has like traits of animals too. Like I said, with the, the scents, he can actually smell in the air, kind of get a scent off something and be able to kind of go towards something. Um, he's able to do that. He's also a skilled tracker along with he is a master martial artist. Um, so that kind of gives me kind of a general perspective of Wolverine. Willie, do you want to kind of introduce Mr. Wade Wilson, AKA Deadpool? So Deadpool uh, actually first made his appearance in the New Mutants 98, uh, came out February 1991. Uh, he was always viewed as just kind of like the side character, uh, just somebody who popped in, tell a couple of jokes, fight some people. And uh, over time, he did gain some popularity, got his first comic, which was Deadpool, the Circle Chaser in 1993. Uh, he's been known to appear with teams, a whole bunch of teams, actually. Uh, there's Agency X, uh, Astonishing Avengers, Avengers, uh, Unity Division, Deadpool Corps, uh, Lake, Maggie, uh, Shield, Six Pack, Thunder, Thunderbolts, uh, Weapon X, X Men, X Force. I mean, the list goes on. He's he's made appearances just about everything. It's, I mean, I can't remember exactly, but I think he's actually made some appearances with DC characters as well. So he's broken broken the fourth wall to that point. <laughs> but uh. He did start as a soldier. He was uh, special forces. Special spe special forces. We're both tongue twisted today. <laughs> he was special forces in the army. He was uh, known for being getting um, a high number of confirmed kills. Uh, when it comes to his powers, uh, he got his powers because of a. Uh, deadly disease he had he had cancer in pretty much his entire body and it was guaranteed to kill him uh, but he got contacted for an experiment that was able to mutate him and get rid of and help like counter his cancer but in doing so it made uh gave him a healing factor that regenerated his cells at an exponential rate but at the same time, it just completely destroyed his body. Uh, don't shake your head at me. <laughs> no, I was shaking my head. No. <laughs> I just saw you shaking your head in the video. But uh, but yeah, it completely destroyed his body, uh, left him completely withered. But for some reason, because of his cells regenerating at like super high rates, he still kept his strength. He still kept his speed. His muscle growth actually increased at that, and he was became slightly stronger than the average human. Not super strength, but just exceptional strength. Uh, so when it comes, yeah, his powers is just the cell regeneration, super fast healing, and 
that's pretty much it when it comes to his powers. He doesn't really have anything other than that. But what really plays into him is that he has his uh, he has his combat expertise. He has his weapon expertise. He's trained in like over a hundred different forms of martial arts and weapon and tactical experience. Um, and really his personality plays a big part of everything because not only like you always see him telling jokes and it's like cracking jokes and just trying to intimidate people, throw them off their guard. But not only is that a tactical strategy, that is also because of his mental instability. He has like such a twisted mentality because of all the things that he's encountered over life and uh, the mutation and what his body went through during that, that he's just broken down completely mentally and he's just, it's just made him insane. So yeah, that's the main thing with him and it's made him into a very interesting character, especially over the years with the uh, live action movies, uh, how he's been interpreted, how he's developed through that. It really shows uh, how he's progressed as a character. I will admit, like, it's sad because I think I like when they actually, when it comes to Deadpool, I actually don't, I, I actually do like when they try to make a serious story with them. Uh, mm -hmm. One of my favorites being The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. It is, it, you know, it has Wolverine in it, of course, and it has Captain America, but it, it's, it, it, it really took a dark turn with him. And I think it was one of those things that I know they were trying to experiment with, and then they, and it actually became really good. Like I thought, that's what you need to do with them. You could still have the quirkiness, you know, quirkiness. You could have the corny jokes. You could have all that, but you can make something better with them. And I think something like that was like, yeah, that's a good story. Then after that, it just went back to like, oh, I'm done. Like I'm not reading this anymore. <laughs> right. So let's kind of get into. I know what was it? Let's actually kind of get into a conversation now with why we feel our characters will actually you know our character that we're defending will be your the other character so what's kind of i'm going to kind of go into wolverine at point so let's actually look at some of the stories like i said good bad and the ugly deadpool actually goes to wolverine a lot you really mm -hmm. pay attention he actually relies on wolverine a lot even though they they don't care for it or deadpool loves him wolverine yeah. can't stand him but he still <laughs> helps him yeah but at the same time, if somebody hired him to kill Wolverine, he probably would. Yeah, pretty much. But I think he would do it in a fun way. Oh, they hired me to kill you, you know? I'm here to kill you, <laughs> you know? It'd be like a Joker and Batman situation sitting there like, yeah! And then Batman's just sitting there like, what? Like, <laughs> this is, <laughs> you know? But even then, I think what one of the things I noticed, even too, it's like you said too, I think it actually become Deadpool's weakness is actually his mental stability. I mm -hmm. don't think he can now, granted, I know Wolverine has his mental problems, but they're not as bad as Deadpool. And I think it get to the point where he he's easily manipulated. And I think that's where I think it would actually go against him more. And Wolverine has outsmarted him at points where he's actually making him think something different. Um, I think there was one story Deadpool actually gets him hostage and Wolverine actually like plays mind games against him and it actually makes him release him. 
So I think that's where Wolverine's strengths can come in a little bit more because he can sit there and actually manipulate Deadpool. Where yeah. he can sit there and go, oh, yeah, 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 you know, and then bam-o, Deadpool switches. So I, you know, what's funny is that I kind of have the same argument, but on the opposite side, because uh, Wolverine, he has mental instability but he takes everything seriously and he's one that lets his rage get the best of him at times whereas deadpool he doesn't and anytime even when he's getting mad he usually will try to turn it around into a joke play a prank and try to use that against him and you don't see that as much but i feel like if they were seriously going one-on-one with each other i think that would be something that he would use to his advantage he would try to joke at him and just poke at him until he got him like raging so much that he got him to where he caught him off guard i think that's something that deadpool is would do he would take advantage of those opportunities but that's going to lead into my next point and i think because wolverine is too relentless he will do whatever it takes to get the mission done that means he's got to get pissed off more he's going to get pissed off more He does not care. He will. And I think that's actually what fuels him more. Actually. I don't think it's a weakness. I think it actually is a strength. It fuels him more to actually fight against somebody when he's angry than when he's calm. You know, we're crying out loud. He can rip trees out and actually hit somebody with it for that dude with that size and Deadpool being probably a little bit bigger. That's pretty strong and i think also too with even that now i know this is going to be a big talking point for us is the healing factors let's 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 actually kind of get into that discussion um let's look at wolverine wolverine has Mm -hmm. animonium all over his bones there's only been i think only one villain that or actually a couple villains but the main villain that ever was ever to extort that and that was Magneto, because he can manipulate metal. So I believe he's the one that actually ripped the metal out at one point. Mind you, Deadpool cannot do that. So that's where I also look at it as it's going to be tougher for him to cut bones unless he has a, a specific sword. <laughs> and there's only been one time that he's ever had to use that sword. And to me, if it comes to just a casual fight, I just don't see him carrying something like that. I don't. Yeah. He'll leave it in the bag in the taxi cab and go, crap, I left it again. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just going to point out, Deadpool does have, does have the adamantium swords. Right. Or at least so he claims. He, he has the sword that actually can cut Wolverine. Yeah. And do harm. So he claims. There actually is, I believe that's how he kills Wolverine and um deadpool kills the marvel <laughs> universe is he actually i love that suit because <laughs> he mains beast <laughs> he has the fur on him and he's sitting there fighting wolverine with him <laughs> what the heck is this <laughs> like, but i believe that's how he kills wolverine and that story but on most of their fights he does not carry that around so it's harder for him to fight and then, he barely remembers to keep his guns, I know. Yeah. And I look at it this way, is that when we look at the regenerative or regenerative healing factors, 
Wolverine can pretty much heal quick. Yeah. If in the case Deadpool can heal too, but in the case his body, like his body parts explode, let's look at the movie. I know I don't go to the movie as much, but I'm going to kind of bring it up. Deadpool 2. Legs are pretty much shot off, blown up. And what did he have to do? Wakes a couple days and here it comes, crimely growing back to baby legs, you know. And then, yeah. <laughs> I think if Wolverine can manipulate that, I think that's where the strength of Wolverine comes in. It's going to be harder for him to be cut off his limbs than it is Deadpool. Deadpool yeah. will still have his limbs cut off. No problem. Yeah. The only, the only difference between that is that while Wolverine does regenerate fast, if at any point you get through his adamantium, which, by the way, you can get through his ribs. Right. If you can get a straight shot past the rib to his heart, it's over. Right. Because he can't regenerate his heart. But at the same time, Wolverine can defend him. That's true. On the other hand, uh, Wade Wilson, it doesn't matter how many like uh, body parts you split him in, no matter how small you disintegrate him as long as there is one cell of his dna remaining he can regenerate completely fully it'll take forever but he can regenerate no matter what so unless you completely evaporate every one of his cells on a molecular level he will come back but something else i want to bring up and i actually found this out not too long ago because fans i don't read a lot of black panther comics but there was a black panther and deadpool miniseries and supposedly if I'm not mistaken, Black Panther found that some of the cancer cells are actually regenerating because of the regenerative healing factor. So really, it's like a dying thing. I'm not sure. I have, Like I said, I've never read that series. I'm not a big Black Panther fan in the comics, nor am I a big Deadpool fan in the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've read that, and it's just like, wow, I didn't really realize that. But I think both of us are in that situation too. It's not a default because mine has animania or antimantium poisoning. Thank you. Thank you. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I'm sorry, fans. I'm tongue twisting a lot there, but it is, it's killing him. It is. Mm -hmm. And so is the regenerative factor or healing factor with Deadpool in some way. You know, yeah, Deadpool can pretty much live immortal too, but you gotta think who's older. And I link too, you look at the experience too. Wolverine has been 200, 300 years old, close to it. Yeah. And that's why I said that's probably the only redeeming factor for that X Men Origins movie. (laughs) Like the first like 10 minutes. And after that, it's just garbage. Like at least the first 10 minutes, it kind of shows him and Victor Creek kind of go through all the wars. And I actually kind of like that scene. Other than that, just like forget it. I don't want to even see anymore. Just like yeah. stop it right there. Because <laughs> just made a movie about them and their soldier years, and I would have been content. <laughs> yeah. When you think about it that way, though, it could just be like it'll end. It could end up being like a waiting game. Who would eventually die off first? Because Wolverine has already lived for a couple hundred years. Who knows how much longer he has? Deadpool, it's more recent. He hasn't been around as long, even though he doesn't regenerate as fast. He might have just a couple of years, but he might be able to outlast him. <laughs> so you're saying it'd be like 
here's a chair. I'm sitting in a chair. We're going to have a staring contest. See who That's exactly how Deadpool would do it. <laughs> I agree. And that is how he would win this fight. Done. <laughs> but Wolverine would be so really. He'd be like, come on, Wade. This is getting tired. Some let us do something. He's like, no. Admitting defeat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. No, he'd all dead. All Wolverine would have to do is say, hey, we're doing it on my terms. We're going to a farm because did you realize he has a, Deadpool has a fear of cows. He cannot stand cows. You just sit there and be like, what now? Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do it at a farm <laughs> I mean you got me there <laughs> <laughs> that is such a weird weakness I'll give you that one yeah I, I, if I'm not mistaken he said it stares the beep out of him every time because it's like staring into a soulless body with his, uh, <laughs> the beady eyes of the cow yeah it's like ghost rider soulless stare <laughs> he just needs to have a unicorn next to him to keep him company that'll, that'll help him through the pain <laughs> her what was it the cure to what was it what was it the cure for blindness is my cocus near the cure for blindness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it? He needed his coke, man. No. I, what was it? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's it just, I think it's, it's an endless fight because both of them have a regenerative factor. I think that's what's going to come down to. I don't think it's going to be about the skills because both of us are master martial artists. Mm-hmm. Um, in the case of that, I do think it will come down to experience too. And I look at Wolverine's kind of got more experience on Wade because of the years he's fought, the years he's been around. I think it's, you know, I think he's got a little bit more background to him or a little bit. Yeah. But again, his, I think where ours actually started really like losing their sanity was actually after the Weapon X programs. And I think even with Wade, he went through the same thing. But Wade was way worse than Logan. Logan pretty much just lost his memory. Wade is like multiple personalities. He's, yeah, you know, and, and that's not a bad thing. It actually helped him. But at the same time, like, like, I think that was one of my favorite parts of the games when you see all the personalities actually talking and <laughs> you see how his mind goes. But I hate to say it. This is another reason why I think his sidekick can actually beat him at points, too. <laughs> cable. The cable's an Omega-level mutant. Pretty much. You can just Hell, Domino can beat him. Remember, luck is not a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. It serves her well. Yeah. I, I, I love her in the movie. I hope they bring yeah. her back. I, I do want her back. Um, just the same way we got Josh Brolin and we got um, Brian Reynolds. So yeah, let's hope for the best. I want I want um, what's his face too. I want I want my little bear back or sugar bear from the second movie. <laughs> I want him back too. Bring yep. him back. We can always be happy that Deadpool three is in the making, so it will be coming. And it's going to be part of the MCU too. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
I what was it? But I think when it comes back to the fight, I think it's going to come down to the regenerative factor. I do, yeah. and in this case, I do think Wolverine's got the quicker regenerative factor. I do think. Now, granted, if Deadpool brings the white right weapon to the fight, then yeah, we might have a little bit more conversation because he might and he can cut the bones. Yep. But in case he doesn't, and to me, I don't think this is just something Wade would be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fight Wolverine today. He could just <laughs> spontaneous thing, unless he was hired, like you said, then that might be a different case. But even then, I think Wolverine has a little bit more ability overall. I think he's able to take him on head on, and he is a guy who won't stop. He will fight till he's pretty much knocked out or killed. And even then, when he's knocked out, he's still going to fight. Whatever you can do to continue to fight. Deadpool can pretty much be chopped into pieces and be planted just like Punisher did it. So he did it, I think, in Marvel or Punisher versus the Marvel Universe. He like chopped yeah. up Deadpool, chopped him up, planted him in the ground in like a whole bunch of different locations and he's still regenerating. Yeah. <laughs> I think that does beg the question. It's a theory that I think people haven't tapped into enough. But if you chop Deadpool into multiple different pieces and scatter them around the world and they all regenerate, won't you just end up with multiple Deadpools? I think in that case, in that movie, I think the body parts were actually starting to come back to him. So they were starting to regenerate there. So I don't think it would be responding or responding multiple Deadpools. I think it's just trying to find its owner and trying to make the body. Yeah. Like I will give Deadpool this. I think it was in that in Marvel Zombies. They just keep on eating his brain because it just regenerates. It just they actually think smart with <laughs> Deadpool. Like, oh, yeah. brains are healed. I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> and Deadpool does have his does have its uses but to me it's just like here we're gonna but I, I, that's all i got for mr wolverine you want to have a closing argument for deadpool yeah i don't really have much more to say it's just <laughs> dead <laughs> i love deadpool i think he would definitely give well i think that he definitely would just give wolverine a run for his money because he's like something that people don't understand is Wolverine does have, he, he is smarter than he does let on. And everyone just thinks he's a dumb jokester, but he does have a lot of tactic in his brain. And I think he pulls it out when people least, not pulls it out like that. He pulls it out when you least expect it. He doesn't pull that out. Nice save. I like the humor there, man. <laughs> You're trying to get into Hey, it. I'm covering Deadpool. I have to throw in humor. <laughs> Are you going to start jumping in with the superhero landing taste? Yeah, superhero landing. Yeah. Montage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was it? I, so here's, I guess, then begs the real question. Um, before we get into it, if you have nothing else to say, um, please let us know in the comments down below. But was it, who would you choose in this fight? I know, again, like we said, it's happened on multiple occasions. But I feel like this fight has been really entertaining. Kind of see our thoughts on who would win in this fight. And both of us kind of have talking points for both characters. I think even with Deadpool, I know he has his strengths too. But even then, it's like, 
you know, we still have to defend our characters. And I know you said the same thing with Wolverine. He has his yeah. over Deadpool. And we kind of want to see what your guys' opinions are. So down in the comments, you can please um, let us know who you think would win in this fight and maybe even suggest who our next fight could be. Um, I know our next month, we said we were going to be doing Teen Titans. It was going to be our next month. So um, we're trying to make it fight with the Teen Titans and trying to get two people to defend another team, maybe. Hopefully, maybe it's the X-Men. Maybe it's something different. We don't know. So <laughs> please let us know what would be a good fight or certain characters. Um, we're interested to hear your guys' opinions on everything. So I guess more, here's a good question too. And I know this is going to be a harder question. In the comics, especially for Wolverine, I actually like him more solo than I like him on a team. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll agree with me. Maybe you don't. I I, I don't mind him with a team other than I, I like him more with X-Men if I have to choose a team. X-Force, I think it's just like, oh, I can get away with more. Like, oh, I can <laughs> kill people. And even then, it's just one of those things, I think. But I liked him more as a solo. And I know people don't care for this either. I actually don't mind him as a defender. I, I actually don't. He, he doesn't make bright decisions, especially with his mentality. Like, how his mentality is as an X-Men, it's, like, way different in Avengers. It's, like, he'll still do it, and then they yell at him because it's, like, what did you just do? Like, X-Men is, like, oh, we don't care. No. <laughs> Avengers is, like, well, what the heck did you do? I took care of it, man. <laughs> <laughs> But what's yeah. your opinion on that? Do you think Wolverine's better solo or is better with the team? Oh, he's way better solo. I, I first got introduced to him as a team in like every aspect that I ever saw in him. Right. So when you actually got to see him solo in progressing his story on his own, I mean, that's why X-Men Origin is probably my favorite X-Men movie of all time, just because of the fact that you got to see the backstory of Wolverine and like I had never known about it before that movie. So it was all new to me. And to me, that was probably, even though introducing Wade Wilson in there was kind of upsetting, but. <laughs> well, it's not even that. You want me to tell you the other thing that annoys me about that movie is how many times they've changed the character who plays Stryker. I think the first movie, I can't remember the actor's name. Second movie was Brian Cox. And Origins came out and it was a whole different character. And then um, I think it was Days of Future Paths where he comes back into it or um, Apocalypse. I can't remember. It's one of the other. I think it was X-Men Days of Future Past. And it's a different actor. It's like, how many times are we going to change, you know, William or not? Yeah. William Stryker, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. And it's sad because I actually didn't mind Brian Cox's version of it. I thought X2 is probably the best one out of the originals before they got into the rebooting and all that kind of stuff. I actually like X2 more. And it's still ranked even in my tops. But I even agree when it comes to comics, I just think Wolverine is better as a solo because you kind of get to dive in a little deeper, like you said, in his story. Um, yeah. Now, same question for Deadpool. Because Deadpool is one of those characters. I actually don't mind him interacting with the team, but I think in most of his teens is like, 
oh, I'm a self-proclaimed Avenger, and then I'm a self-proclaimed this, and then everybody's like, it's oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's the funny thing with Deadpool being on a team. Is he really on the team? Because he usually kind of still does everything on his own. He's even when he tries to interact with the team he kind of ruins everything for the team. So it's not really interacting with the team. He's just using the team to his advantage. Right. I think that's what they do. What was it? He does it in a comic where he's finally elected to break, brought into the X-Men. He does something so terrible. And the X-Men have to go out there. He's like, and they were like, oh my God. Like, and then <laughs> all of a sudden you see how Deadpool actually made the X-Men look more like heroes than villains. And it's actually kind of neat how he does it. I, I'm not gonna lie, that was probably one of my favorite scenes in Deadpool too, when he comes out with an X-Men training shirt on, the little jersey shirt. I'm like, what the heck is this? And then he's walking out like, yeah, I'm here. I got this. Let me take care of this, you know. <laughs> but okay, so yeah, I what was it? Now here's the better question. Who has the better actor? Hugh Jackman? Ryan Reynolds. Or Ryan Reynolds. You said, Ryan Reynolds. And it's sad because I'll actually go for Hugh Jackman. I do. I love Hugh Jackman. I I loved him in Limiz, even though he didn't even do the most spectacular job. I still loved him in that. But Ryan Reynolds all the way. Now, when it comes to Ryan Reynolds, why would you say him over Hugh Jackman as Wolverine? Because he's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I love his gin. I... I <laughs> I like Hugh Jackman more because I think that's where our differences with this fight actually came out. So you like more of the humorous characters. You like some of those, the quirky characters. Well, I'm more the serious guy. Like I like yeah. more of my serious characters. And I think Hugh Jackman was such a spectacular choice. I, I really do. It's gonna I be don't blame you. Yeah, he, it's going to be even in Origins, even though I hate to say it. It's like <clears throat> every movie that was bad with X-Men Hugh Jackman at least was the shining light of it. Every movie, he at least played his role and he did it perfectly. Like even X Men: Last Stand, even though I know a lot of people bash that movie, trust me, I do too. I know you have. I know we did that. Both of us yeah. bashed that. But Hugh Jackman was still a shining light in the movie. I, I never can blame him for being a bad actor because he is such a great actor and all the way to Logan, Logan being his best and his last. I, I fell in love with him even more when I watched Logan. Cause I thought this is how he should have been all well, this whole time. You let Hugh Jackman kind of have his free reign with it and he's going to go with it. And I love yeah. Logan. He actually, yeah. was, he was a very, my, my downside for Hugh Jackman though, is that, I love him as Wolverine. Him as an actor, though, is like nobody even knows who he is before Wolverine. He he didn't really have too many like big outstanding hits until he became Wolverine. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, he had hits here and there, and he was growing as a really popular actor before that. And he had his bad films. Like Green Lantern didn't really do him any favors, even though I loved that movie. Huh? Origins. <laughs> and X-Men Origins. Yeah. He did he had some bad films or bad roles at least, but he was still such this great personality in every role he was in. 
and that's where it really suckered him into being uh, Deadpool because he wanted that role. People wanted him for that role. Like he was the perfect choice and it was great that he actually got chosen for it because he fit the character so well. I think that's where both actors reverse because like you said, Hugh Jackman wasn't really known. Now here's a really good trivia question to you. Do you remember who was actually originally cast for the role? And then he for, Hugh, for Wolverine? Yes. Oh geez. Uh gave it to Hugh or he actually suggested Hugh Jackman to play him. I forget who it was. It was Russell Crowe. And he turned it yeah. out for Gladiator. He went and did Gladiator, and that's why he turned down. And two, I don't think he was actually for the superhero movies because it was just starting. Um, yeah. And so he actually suggested Hugh Jackman to take it, and he actually is the one that got it. Now it's like, now you see him. I think he's playing Zeus in the new Thor movie, and then he's going to, he was Jor-El in the Superman or Man of Steel movie. So now he's really showing, like, oh, I should have done this all along. Like, yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> but, I think that's where our actors reverse because see, I think Hugh Jackman was unknown until Wolverine and now he's exploded into a big name actor. Yeah. Uh, A-list actor. While Ryan Reynolds, I'm fearing he's going to be like another Robert Downey Jr. I think he's typecast already. And it's sad because really like, like I think his newest movie, the video game one where he's just like a bystander. I, I hate to say, even though it hasn't come out yet, I think it's going to be a flop because people want to see him as a Deadpool. They do not want to see him as this random character. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you on two facts. One, I don't... Uh, it, like, he's a comedic actor, but his comedy is versatile because you have the proposal where he's comedic, but he's also doing drama in romance right and and he's like you can whenever he gets emotional in those roles you can tell he's getting emotional and you can feel it when he's doing action you can see the extent of his ability because there's actually a couple scenes where he does his own stunts and you can like tell it's him right oh i'm not denying he's not a good actor that's not what i i love him as an actor but i feel like with his movies after Deadpool, it's like, why are you just taking roles like this? Where I think where Hugh Jackman exploded because it's like he said, <laughs> he has the musical background. He yeah. has done other action movie. He's he he's a pretty versatile thing. And this is the only reason I say I feel like Ryan Reynolds is going to be more like Robert Downey Jr. than Hugh Jackman was because Robert Downey Jr. member had a really bad background before Iron Man started. And Iron Man's what yeah. essentially saved his career. But then you watch movies like, I think it was like Doolittle and The Judge that didn't do so well because of Iron Man. People wanted to just see him as Iron Man. Nobody cared about the other movies he was in. And that's what's sad. Or Sherlock Holmes. I like Sherlock Holmes. But I, but I think that's one of the only ones I actually don't mind him in. Mm -hmm. other than iron man and it's sad because i didn't like I, I didn't mind the judge but i didn't think i really liked it because of him i liked it more for the story and yeah do little we don't talk about i won't even yeah, it was that was a terrible movie yeah that was bad they should have never made that movie 
Yeah, but anyway, the second point that I was going to point out is that new movie where he's in a video game. I think it's called uh, Free Guy. Yes, I could yeah. remember name. Yeah. Uh, honestly, did you ever watch the trailer for that movie? Yes, I did. Yeah, I honestly loved it. I thought it was hilarious. So I'm curious to see how that's going to turn out because, I mean, because I'm a comedy guy, but I'm also a video game guy. So seeing that and just seeing that perspective, like the NPC, if he gained consciousness, right? I think that's going to be a good movie. And I think he's kind of like the perfect kind of role for that. And even if it is typecasting, it there's a diff there's a difference between getting typecast in bad roles and getting typecast in good roles. Right. He gets typecast in good roles a lot of the time. I think there other than Green Lantern, because I you know I mean you have talked about that before. I'm not a big Green Lantern fan. I uh, the movie I love Green mm -hmm. Lantern. Um, I think that one of the biggest points in that movie was um, I loved Mark Strong. I did like him as an yeah. Astro. Oh yeah, he was that was like perfect role right there. And then you have Michael Clark Duncan as Kilowog. Both of them are just perfect casting. Yeah. But other than that, I didn't care for it. And I don't blame Ryan Reynolds. I blame the writing. I, I think it oh, was yeah, definitely. But there is another movie I didn't care for him in. Actually, two movies I didn't care for him in. This was before he became Deadpool. And mm -hmm. he was horror. I did not like him in that role because I just thought, agreed, he's more the comedic actor or he, he can do it. But it's like Robin Williams in one hour photo. I didn't like him that role. That's not the Robin Williams we know and love. And seeing him like that was just like, what? And I feel that's the way with Rob or with Brian Reynolds and Annie Bill Hoare. I didn't like him in that role. I thought that was weird for him to even take a role like that. And two, and then Grant Green Lantern, pretty much. I think or Blade. I didn't like him in Blade either. I didn't yeah. Like in the blade movies he just was weird and to me it was like and then he him playing deadpool it's like i think him and chris evans are the only two that really have reappeared as a different character in the marvel universe and when it comes to his role in blade that was another one of those like when it came to blade three yeah. that one was not taken seriously Right. That one was made just so they can get a third one out because they were riding on Blade One and Blade Two, right? And, both and both were great, it just... yeah. And like for that movie, it's they wanted to get in that like comedic relief, and they saw Ryan Reynolds as somebody who was a funny guy, but they didn't give him good writing. There was probably like one or two really good jokes that he says. Right. And aside from that, it just didn't do him any favors. But even then, he still played the character really well. I, I give him props for that because he still did what he could. And that was one of those roles where he actually didn't use a stunt double. He was actually there right, doing the fights and whatnot. So that was like something that first showed that he could take on the action role. Right. I agree with you there. I think that was one of the strengths for him. And I think with that and i think that's where i like him more in the marvel movies because he has done most of his stuff he has he's one of the only actors that will do it. he doesn't want a lot now i think nowadays yeah he kind of uses it every so often but not as bad as what you know as yeah. others as well thankfully we got cgi so that does it for everyone now <laughs>
and we just don't we just don't shoot on what was it like we just don't make movies like daredevil anymore man all those (laughs) (laughs) good movie i will still fight to the end of the day to that some other than bullseye i didn't care for bullseye but electra but i didn't mind ben affleck and i didn't mind michael i didn't mind michael clark duncan Yes, I love Michael Clark Duncan pretty much any role he plays in. Even yeah. at Alligator Nights, where he's R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, he is a what was it? I think my favorite movie with him was um Green Mile. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people forget that about him, that he was in that movie. He is such All a right. good actor. <laughs> All right, if we're gonna if we're gonna start going off track from yeah. away from yeah. comics more. Yeah, so we're gonna try to wrap this up. We'll talk yeah. afterwards. Yeah, so we're actually going to end this conversation. Um, like we said, please <laughs> comment down below. Um, sorry for the tangent. We just like talking about movies too, and we love our certain actors. Um, but please let us know down below who would win in this fight. Give us some suggestions on maybe some of the next fights. I know we've been talking about maybe doing Adam Strange versus Star-Lord being one of them. And I know you said you'd defend Star-Lord in that case. I'd defend Adam Strange. Um we said something about with the Teen Titans. We just have to choose if we're going to choose a character or the team against somebody else. So we'd like you guys to kind of chime in your opinions on that and see and help us come up with better content, better videos. Um, I know the next video we're talking about doing is the top five Stanley creations. So rest in peace, Stanley. We're going to be kind of talking about some of his most important creations. Um, we're going to have try to bring on a couple of our friends to kind of bring in their senses with it and then see what we can do and get your guys' opinions there too. So without further ado, my name is Brandon. I'm William. And thank you for listening to Comic Talkers. Bye.